Hello, and thank you for tuning in. I'm Mark Landy, your host and personal secretary of our intrepid hero, Binghamton the Platonic Gigolo. This is edition number six of this original podcast series, The Platonic Gigolo, titled Devil or Double. Tonight, our podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Fresh Fruit Wipes and Mr. Sophisticate Men's Cologne. Fresh Fruit Wipes. Now fresh fruit can be eaten on the go. They're biodegradable, healthy, and leave no taste. Pick up your Fresh Fruit Wipes today by Facubrazzi Enterprises, now available at fine grocers everywhere. And by Mr. Sophisticate Men's Cologne by Arlage. Transform the slob you love into a sophisticate today. It's as easy as a spray away. Mr. Sophisticate Men's Cologne by Arlage. Available at fine retailers everywhere. After this sixth edition, there'll be a hiatus in the Platonic Gigolo series, and I'll be back soon with a new series of stories for you to listen to and enjoy. I'll also be publishing, on Amazon Kindle Direct, a new original short story called The Friends I Used to Know. It's an engaging supernatural thriller that's intelligent without any gore, violence, and it's not cliché either. Be on the lookout for it, and please tell your family and friends about it, too. I'll be looking to publish in traditional book and magazine format as well. So, stay tuned. Now, on with today's tale. Devil or Double? I had walked into the meeting room at Bing's place for our weekly meeting, and I had told him that I just experienced the strangest thing while driving. I told him that I was at a stoplight nearby when I glanced over to see my exact double in the lane beside me. It was uncanny. I remember hearing the tale of the doppelganger. In German, it means double-goer or walker. It's the paranormal double of a living person. Some cultures believe that seeing one's doppelganger portends bad luck or a bad omen, while others believe it to be just a trick of the light or an inexplicable neurological effect that comes as mysteriously as it goes away. Bing was quite interested in my experience and told me that President Lincoln and the English poet Shelley both had had their own experiences of seeing doppelgangers. "'I'm not superstitious,' I said to him. "'It's too much work,' I joked. Bing laughed with me and agreed. "'You said it, brother. Besides, I believe that if you give any one thought all of your focus and energy, you can make it come true,' he added. "'I met a doppelganger once myself, you know,' Bing then told me. "'It was on a job I did a couple of years ago in the San Fernando Valley.' Bing then relayed the story to me. He was working on an independent film and arrived on the film set to meet the director and crew early. When he was in makeup, he looked over and to his right and saw to his astonishment his own doppelganger. It was a mirror-like image in every way but one, he said. What was that, I asked. My doppelganger was a woman. Did you talk to her? Say anything, I asked Bing. Frankly, Mark, I was too stunned. I mean, it's not exactly an everyday occurrence, is it? He answered me. Bing then said that his doppelganger had looked at him with a knowing look, like she had known that they would be meeting that morning, and said only one simple sentence to him. What was that? I asked excitedly. Don't walk behind the set on Soundstage 1 at noon today, friend. Weird, huh? Bing said and then left the room to make us a couple of espressos. "'Did you ever find out what she meant by that warning?' I called after him. 
and upon his return from the kitchen with our espressos and some very delicious biscottis on a tray, Bing answered my question with real seriousness in his voice. He had told me that, at exactly noon that afternoon, a stagehand had been struck and killed by a falling cleek light behind the set on sound stage one. It appeared that Bing's doppelganger was not a harbinger of evil or doom, but an angel of good in disguise, who had actually saved his life with her strange warning. "'What did you tell her when you saw her on the set later?' I asked. "'Right. You'd think I would have. But she was nowhere to be found. And when I asked the director about her, he had never heard of her. I asked the makeup artist, and she told me that I was the only one in the makeup trailer at 7 a.m. that morning. It was a cosmic event. That's it,' he said. "'I now know that she was my guardian angel. Maybe one day I'll see her again, and I can say thanks for saving me.' We concluded our weekly meeting, and I drove home thinking all along about Bing's cosmic experience and my own strange one earlier that morning. When I arrived home, I did a bit of research in the net, and could not find a single story about a doppelganger that resulted in a good outcome. One not foreboding, but life-saving. With Bing's permission, I might add his experience to Wikipedia, a one-off, as it were, for the reference books. Double or devil? I'd say the answer is double. A double dose of good that gave Bing an experience that forever changed his life for the better. Maybe that explains his stoicism and keen sense of perception. Well, dear listeners, that's our story for today. I thank you for tuning in, and wonder not, for I'll be back with a new set of fun and engaging tales to delight and inspire you soon. So stay tuned and stay well. This is your host of the Platonic Gigolo podcast series and personal secretary to Binghamton himself, Mark Landy, saying, Fare thee well until we meet again, where we shall once again confabulate convivially with delight and abandon. And now, as is our tradition and custom on this podcast series, the Platonic Gigolo, I'd like to give the last word to our good friend Betty Davis, the great late grand dame of American actresses, for the final word. And again, we wish you the very best. Betty, it's over to you. Hello, fans. That's as Betty Davis with a few of my Betty-isms. Thank you, Mark. My young girl co-star appeared stark naked from his trailer on the studio lot yesterday. He was quite intoxicated and sexually aroused. Upon seeing me, he asked, rather pleased with himself, What do you think? I said, not much. And lastly, becoming a Hollywood legend is a little like the traffic here in La La Land. One can think, one can influence it by one's reputation, but it really just comes down to being at the right light at the right time. And timing, my dear, is everything. God bless you all. This is Betty from Afterlife Interstellar Radio. Thank you, Mark, and Binghamton, for this opportunity to share with my fans, even from the afterlife. All the best. Kisses, Betty. Well, thank you, Betty. And again, all the best, and we'll be talking to you and regaling many more interesting stories very soon. This is Mark Lighty signing off for now. <laughs>